Hello, my name's Luke, and welcome to Space Goat, the sister program of Scapegoat, where we can conceptually talk about anything that we want. So if anybody remembers last year to the day, we had the first episode of Space Goat, where we were talking all about a mouse called Timothy. Now, we've decided to come and do this all again. So again, I have Johnny, who's going to help me with this. Hello, glad to be here. And we're going to talk about something from the same Reddit that we got the story called Am I Being the Asshole? This is a subreddit all about people who think that they may have made a mistake, but potentially they've made a mistake, potentially they haven't. So They're questioning it, but a lot of the time they seem... They're leaning towards they're probably in the right a lot of the time. Yes. They just want I to think... check. They're just like they're they're allowing for the off chance that they might have been in the wrong. I think that like it's the kind of justification that, you know, I would be like, so I was right to quit my job and spent all that charity money in the casino, wasn't I? Because <laughs> I won it and I gave them at least fifty percent of the money back. Yeah, or they're like, but was I an asshole because I sent picture messages to my former boss showing him how i spent all the money you know a lot of the time they're getting they're wrong about the aspect that they think they were being an asshole or where they think they were being an asshole yeah i think somebody has said something like dude you're being a real jerk and it's just kind of like kick them in the head a wee bit that they're like no i'm just gonna i'm gonna (laughs) ask random people on the internet to justify my actions because that's the way i roll now, Luke, for the intro to this episode, will you be using the, the Bill Hicks song, I'm an Asshole? I believe that Bill Hicks was accused by Louis C.K. of stealing the lyrics. And then <laughs> because of the way the way the Bill Hicks estate works, that Dennis Leary got a cut. Okay. <laughs> that's That's just the procedure. If anybody, if anybody is accused, it automatically becomes property of Dennis Leary. You better be careful, or <laughs> Dennis will get a cut of this podcast episode too. I, yeah, I'd say legally he probably already owns us now, just just by mentioning him, just by invoking him. Thank you to our benevolent Leary overlord. <laughs> so when you when we were using the term asshole, now I think everyone has a loose idea of what an asshole is but would you say like you know an asshole is a very specific kind of behavior or do you think it covers like a variety of different things people can do i think i think it definitely covers a variety and i think it's more so it's about how you say it like there's like so (laughs) an example would be at the moment i'm wearing my own merch i'm wearing a disaster artist's t-shirt i think that kind of makes me a bit of an asshole (laughs) You know, but that's yeah, different I, from the asshole who cuts in front of you in the supermarket or parks in handicapped spaces while handicapped people make handicapped faces or whatever the line of that song is. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's that bad. I mean, I don't have my own merch, but uh, again, I think that like you didn't put it on with the idea of trying to like you know sell it to your housemates whoever you live in with at the minute they could like you guys listen to disaster artists and they're just like dude we've been locked out for five months together come on we could like just just ask us we'll sit yeah, down yeah. and listen to it together but you do you do know what i mean that kind of like people would throw around the world ass the word asshole for like minor things like like a, self, a bit of self-promotion yeah 
yeah, no, I get that. But I don't think that's the same kind of assholery that we're kind of really talking about oh, today. Oh, it, it's absolutely not. But that's what I mean by there. I think there's like such a variety of assholes. Yes. Because like, I think it's like to do a massively kind of selfish level of behavior would be what I would kind of clarify of it. This it's kind of like, I would see an asshole as kind of like almost being very synonymous with being selfish. Very but, much so. Uh, that yeah, I mean, like, there's different things different people can be accused of. And like, you know, I think if you're being rude, it doesn't necessarily make you an asshole. But I think it's just to be like really, really selfish about something to me would be like the probably the purest to the definition. Yeah, and a, a sort of a reluctance to accept you're, you've been wrong about something. I, I Yeah, and I think that we'll notice here that I think it's an often the way that people double down on something. Because, like, you know, I think if somebody saw you wearing, like, Disaster Artist merch and they were just like, dude, like, you're the you're Johnny from Disaster Artist. You're wearing your own shirt. You're an asshole. I think if you're just like, I think it depends on your attitude and response to that as well. Yeah, yeah. That if you're just like, dude, like, I don't, if you're just like, well, fuck you for doing that. And, like, you know, then you're clearly being a bit of a, asshole but like if you're just like come on dude like, i've got five thousand of these in the shed i've got to sell them so fast <laughs> yeah. you know <laughs> they'd just be like okay well you know even if you're joking or whatever you know it's kind of a bit more of a chill response that they're they're not trying to like you know be antagonistic yeah yeah that you know that there i mean like other examples of being selfish would be like you know, if you enter some sort of like podcasting competition to win equipment when you don't even have a podcast and use bots to win it. <laughs> yeah, we're not saying any names or even or even suggesting that happened to, to anybody. But that would be I would say that would be quite a, an asshole move. Yeah, no, I mean. But moving on to our stories of uh, of decorate, I'm going to read part of the first story to you. So. Am I the asshole for making my boyfriend get rid of his toy collection? My boyfriend has always called himself a kid at heart. He collects toys from quite a few different series. Wrestling, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, X-Men, anime, etc. We're in our 20s. But they aren't for collecting purposes. They're all out of the box. And... He plays with them. Whenever he thinks I'm asleep, I can hear him mimicking the voices of the characters or doing commentary. And I'll peek in the room and see him actually playing with them. That's another thing. It's a small apartment and he's got a whole room just for them. And a whole dresser full of parts and cards their guns and weapons and such. But they're confined to that room. None of them are anywhere else. When he comes home from work, it's one of the first things he does. Plays with the toys. We get packages from eBay or Amazon almost twice a week. But he still makes time for me. I thought it was cute and endearing at first. But we've got a baby on the way, 
and my friends are laughing at me. Sounds like you're dating a 12 year old. With the baby, I want to use that room for something like a nursery. I politely asked him how he'd feel about getting rid of them, but he said no. I said something about giving them to charity, but he said no again. I brought up that it could give us a lot of extra money if we sold them, but he still denied it. I asked about the baby, but he said we'll just budget it like we always do. How he'll spend less on figures, but selling his collection is out of the question. I told him they could make some kid, a less fortunate kid, happy. Uh, like so there is a lot to unpack so far right so my 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 first thought is like it seems like there is kind of something wrong with this guy because he's actually playing with ties he's not just collecting them yes and that's that is kind of weird it's hard to get past that and let's not pretend that that's not weird but she's already living with him she clearly knew that this was something he did maybe she didn't know the extent of it it's only living together she actually sees him playing with them but she knew he was buying them she knew he was taking them out of the boxes that they weren't just collector's items like she definitely knew in so to some degree that he was playing with them already she even says that she found it endearing at first so obviously she knew so as much as it kind of pains me I am kind of siding with him, even though he's like a giant man child and shouldn't be because he's got a baby on the way. She she did sign up for this. Yes. And the kind of what the way I would come down is I would say that he does seem to be doing somewhat neurodivergent behavior. And, you know, I think that, you know, him playing with toys if that's the way he's kind of relaxing, I think that that's something that he should be able to do. Yeah, because, I mean, there's plenty of people his age that are relaxing by playing The Sims on on their computer. And is that any different? You're just, like, playing a game? Yes. I suppose what I would say is different on her side is she's said that the apartment is quite small. So looking at that, like... You know, if you have like a, a laptop that you're playing The Sims on or even like a gaming PC in a corner, like, you know, that could only take up a corner of a room or even like, you know, if you're playing video games, like even if you've got a TV, there'd be nothing stopping you having like a TV on like a table somewhere. Like, you know, the uh, girlfriend's yeah. watching her TV and you're just saying like, here, got the headphones in, I'm playing Halo. But, you know, I think what's, what might be upsetting her is the amount of space that it's taking up. And that's completely, that's where, yeah, I'm, I switched to her side there. It's like, and especially they've got a kid on the way, they're living in a small apartment. Like no matter what your, your pastime and your hobbies are, like if you decide to bring a kid into the world, you have to make room for that. Yes. And if he's not willing to make room for that, then he is a problem. Yes. So, I I can kind of see space wise being the problem. I wouldn't, I wouldn't kind of, I wouldn't be too hard on him doing this behavior. You know, I think there's a way, like you know, 
I don't want to be doing a complete reverse on Timothy and say, oh, come on, it's okay to play with mice. But like, <laughs> you know, in the well, they wanted way, they wanted her to treat Timothy as a, as a living person. So, <laughs> oh my goodness, that was crazy. But I mean, not getting too close to Timothy because that's an entire ball of stuff to <laughs> unravel. I would say that, like, do you think I? It's just she also thinks like she's saying here that there's an inherent value in these toys and she mm. wants to sell them. But then she's like, oh, give them away or give them to a charity shop. Yeah. She just wants them gone. She does. Yeah, but, she clearly does. And I think he's been OK by saying what he's saying here is like. He'll stop buying them. And, you know, he'll find out a way with money to deal with it. But yeah, he well, now want to give them all away. To be fair, he did say he'll spend less on them, not that he'd stop buying them, and that's why I, I. And look, he's still obviously allowed to have his hobby and buy them, but I feel like just saying, "Oh, I'll spend less on them," it's not. Re- he he's still. I I I don't know. I he it doesn't seem like he's too determined to make room for the child eater that like oh i'll spend less on the ties that i like to play with rather than i've got enough i'm a grown man i've got enough ties i won't buy anymore yeah i mean at this stage i would just kind of see if you could reach some sort i think he's i think he's leaning towards a sort of compromise no he is and like i'm i think i'm probably being a har- a bit harsh because i'm thinking of him sitting down with like two wrestlers in a wrestling ring and do it like he he's pretending to be jr and jerry lawler yeah. doing commentary on it and that visual for like a 20 year old man doing it is just kind of funny to me but then yeah. if i saw a guy the same age who had like who collected trains and and you know had his garage full like because loads of loads of people have tr- like model train collections and like sit in their garage like Bobby and the Sopranos just playing with their toy trains and that doesn't seem that weird to me so I mean let's say it was something the akin of do you know what a Warhammer is let's say he hmm. made little models and he painted them would that be a bit more acceptable it would be you see but that's it it's a, it's a problem with me it's the visual of him sitting down and like wrestling with the figures and like making little storylines and stuff that like that's what i done when i was a child that just i associate that with what a 12 year old would be doing yes not a grown man whereas a, a grown man with a model training set or playing warhammer that seems different but that's you know that's my that, that's a problem with me i guess because yeah. they're, the, they're the same thing really it's a it's so, a it's a grown man just playing fantasy it's what I do. Not, I like I do it with stuff. Well, I mean, they're not husband and wife. I mean, I would say that if I haven't played a WWE game in eighteen years, but I would say that if let's say I was given by someone, oh, here's WWE two K twenty one. If it came out next year and there was a storyline where, like, you know, Ultimate Fighter, you can be whoever you want and battle anyone from any era, I could like imagine myself getting into it being like oh dude i'm the hit man and now i'm going back to fight like bruno san martino or something it's like yeah you know if you're into that you could be making up whatever but, crazy storylines you want but yeah like, i can kind of see the doll aspect 
that's I mean, the thing and that's why it's like a, a contradicting myself because i remember playing one of those wwe games and you could play the role as the manager and you could create your own storylines and i remember having great fun doing that at like 22 or 23 yeah but for I mean, some reason sitting down and doing it with action figures and completely like making it up yourself i'm probably like actually doing more work yes. I, i'm kind of looking down on i mean and the other thing i would want to say is I don't exactly have toys in my room or anything like that, but I do have kind of, you know, in the kind of weird way that I have a couple of weird mascots that people have given me. Like my brother was over in Japan and he got me back this, like it's this Pokemon toy or something. And I just put it on top of my like PC and it's just, but you know, it just kind of like reminds me of my brother. Mm. So like, that's something I would like to keep around. And you know, it's just, I've got different nicks and knacks. Like I would only have like, two things really maybe three yeah, like, yeah i've got a cartman like it's only about the size of your thumb which i got from a vending machine in the czech republic when i lived there but i kind of thought it was like cute so i kind of put it away somewhere. oh yeah but that's different like that's perfectly normal like i've got stuff like that but that's also like you're attached to the memory of when you got it as well you you got yes. this in the czech republic and stuff and yes. you know I i even have some like I know a lot of people that still collect action figures because they just like them and they're, they're display pieces to put them on a shelf somewhere. And that's fine too. I, I, I'm not really into that, but I am kind of like, I've got a action figures I had as a kid that I'm kind of still attached to. They're in an attic in a box, but I still just like seeing them every now and again when I go up to look for something yeah. else. Like I'm looking for a drill and I'm like, oh, remember these? And I just look at them for like, so I spend five minutes going through a box and like, oh yeah, these were cool when I was a kid. And then they go back in the box and I, yeah. I don't see them for another three years. But I mean, like, would you feel, because I know listening to your podcast that you did an episode about Christmas, about toys that you'd got. Mm. That I know, like myself, you're a bit of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, if you still had those toys, now I've got none of mine anymore because we gave them all away to charity shop. But at this point, if your mom rang you and you still had them and she said, look, Johnny, I would like to clear out the attic and I'm bringing these down to, like, Bernardo's, would it be like you'd have an instinctual, no, or would you just be like, that's grand? I think I'd be somewhere in the middle. I'd be like, if you can hang like keep them if you can just like keep them in a box for another month or that and next time i'm down i'll get them and i'll i'll bring them back up here and when i decide well, basically then i'll i'd probably bring them back up and then i'd decide oh yeah i don't really want these taking up room in my house and then i'd get rid of them but i'd want it to be a burden on me i'd i'd want to decide for myself if i actually want these or not you know yes did you just like you know it's sometimes for you just about making the decision yourself. So it's not forced upon you that you would make a conscious decision. Yeah, because I'm like... not really sure if I'd want them or not. Cause I've done it like, so like I pretty much collect books and I find it very hard to get even shit that I've read years ago, books that weren't actually that good. Like I've got like 20 Dean Kuntz novels and I like his writing, but you would never reread. Like once you've read his books are like breaking bad. Once you've experienced it, you don't need to go back to it but they just look they're all like 80s her hardbacks they just look cool and so i couldn't get rid of them for ages and then eventually like the bookshelf they were on just broke and i was like oh yeah i'm just gonna give these away it yeah. kind of had to be forced upon me but when it became a burden to me i got rid of them 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of like, you know, you'll always end up with stuff in a... Like, I'm moving out of the place I'm in currently. And you always, you're looking at stuff now. And, you know, there's stuff that you look at and you think, that's nice. But if I look at the shelf in when in the new place or I was to come back here in a couple of years, would I miss seeing that? And the answer for an awful lot of stuff is no. That, like, yeah. you see it now, you kind of feel an attachment. But if it was gone forever... You might think about it once in about eight years, but like, yeah, you wouldn't be even able to remember if you got rid of it or not. It's like, oh, whatever happened to that figure of Shredder? I guess I got rid of it. Yeah. So we're kind of, what I'd say is let's move on to the next part of the story. So this is the second half, but we're kind of feeling that like, she's not being ridiculous, but we kind of think that he's got, you know, we're not shaming him too much, but like yeah. you're... I, I think like she she's not been ridiculous, but she did she knew about that she signed up for this, so that's on her. And I think instinctively people kind of like just think that this guy is being he's a bit of a man child because he's playing with toys, but what he's doing really is no different to what most people his age are doing. Yes. As a pastime, just having a hobby that is an exploration of a fantasy world. His and just might be different. Yes. And you can't, you can't force someone to suddenly make a decision. But, you know, if she, you kind of feel that maybe, look here, if you just talk to him, maybe you'd say, look here, you love the Teenage Mutant Teen New Hero Turtles or you love the WWE. Like, here, can we at least get rid of this anime stuff? Can, you, can we yeah, kind of meet yeah. halfway? Here, if you get rid of all your Pokemon and all this sort of stuff, and then we can just that means that we can only use half the dresser for this here. And you know, we can put a crib in here and we can do this. And you know, you could slowly, and then once it kind of like started, you could kind of talk to him and maybe you might find a more suitable space. Or, yeah, but I think we can everybody can agree having an, an entire room dedicated to your hobby when you're in a small apartment with a child on the way is fucking insane yes <laughs> like no matter what your hobby if it's a hobby like there's no reason you should have an entire room dedicated to it unless you live in a mansion where you have like rooms to spare yeah so i'll read the second part of this now the teasing from my friends has continued they all kept telling him he needs to grow up Word got to his father. According to my boyfriend, his father wouldn't let him buy anything like that after 12. But when he moved out, he could buy all the figures he wanted. I showed his dad pictures of the toy room and he was shocked. He got mad and said, we're stopping that right now. That he wanted me to help him grow up. This morning, my boyfriend was sleeping in when his dad came over. He grabbed a big trash bag and started just grabbing handfuls and putting them inside. When he was almost done, I told my boyfriend what was going on and that it was for his own good. He ran out and saw the room was empty and his dad with two big trash bags leaving with them. He tried taking the bag and begging him to quit, but he didn't. His dad said, 
It's time to grow up. He started crying and sat down. But he was yelling at us about how those are all he does, even though he had me. Dad agreed with me. You got your lady and a kid on the way. You don't need this shit. He was sobbing. His dad put them in the car and left. He said he's tossing them in the trash. I told my boyfriend I was sorry, but it had to be done. To think about the baby. But then he yelled at me about how he could throw stuff I collect away. He didn't actually throw them out, just a bluff. It was actually all donated to a thrift store. Was this truly wrong of me? So that took a turn. It did. So I'm just going to answer her last question straight away. Was this truly wrong of me? Yes. Yes, that was yes. wrong of you. Absolutely. Like, so what would you say has changed you? So you could see it like a, he might be being a bit selfish by not giving up the room, but there was room to negotiate. What did you think that she did here, which made her an asshole? Um, well, I think there's multiple things. Like, so first of all, like the teasing from my friends has continued. I don't know why your friends were involved in this. I don't know why you, yeah. you would feel the need to, to bring them in and why their teasing would be a motivating factor in your decision. I think that makes you, if you're, we're talking about this guy that possibly he's a man child, this makes her sound like as much of a child. That your friends teasing you about this is going to, you're having a kid with this man for fuck's sake. But also, uh, just like bringing the like bringing the dad into it, like obviously, you get the this is a short like Reddit post, but you get the impression from how the dad's described that he's kind of a hard ass. Yeah, and you kind of get the feeling that like the son left the house at the age of eighteen to get away from this man. Mm. And she obviously kind of knew this, and that's why she would bring him in. Like, even the stuff like, so he wasn't allowed to even buy ties after 12. Like, I would say, because, like, I, I, I had action figures as a kid, and as I got older, I stopped playing with them. But there is, like, that transition period where you might still buy a few just because you like the look of them, and you just gradually stop playing with them because you're growing up. But it sounds like this dad was just like, now you're at the age where you no longer play with ties, so you're not allowed to buy any more. So I feel like the the guy was never actually given that transition period. He was just like completely barred from doing something like once once this date where he became 12 happened. And so now now that he's out on his own, he's kind of like making up for that. There's a bit of like arrested development, I guess. But I'd kind of blame the dad for that. The way I I would agree with you, like okay, you tell your friends something embarrassing about your boyfriend and then if they start making fun of him and start doing this, then you know that they're pretty crappy friends. Mm. Like, you know, I mean, I if they're, I mean, either you're going to them and you're constantly bitching about your boyfriend and saying all his crappy toys, in which case you're bringing a problem to them and they're probably being supportive, but you're the one bringing the problem. Or... They're awful people who you should just tell, look, would you stop ragging on my boyfriend? Like, he's the father of my child. 
Yeah. Like you might like toys, but like, would you piss off? Yeah, then... like, I just don't get like, I what good telling them about this would have really done anywhere. I know you want some advice and that, and that's obviously normal to tell your friends about some problem you have. But I don't. This is kind of such a weird one that like you, you know that they're probably people are very likely to make a few like snide remarks about this. It doesn't sound by reading it like they went out once he got her pregnant and now they're kind of like uh now we're getting married it sounds like like she had a good idea absolutely she said like she found this behavior endearing at first so i would say like it sounds like she's probably not she she like he's obviously like a, a nerdy kind of guy he likes comic books likes action figures she's probably somewhat like that too she's probably into comic books and video games but just not playing with toys as an adult but clearly like you know like she's not going to be a, the polar opposite to him they they would never be attracted to each other yes so she obviously had a, a very good idea about this found a cute and endearing at first but like you know i don't expect i don't understand that like if you're dating a guy and you're kind of going in for it for the long term now people do change but like they don't change that drastically that fast it's not like you know here we can have like a kind of nerdy cuddlesome relationship and then say like oh i'm pregnant then he says no i'm captain responsibility yeah i've yeah. given up everything i have done before that and i have transformed as a human being no like if you're dating a guy let's say you're dating a guy and he's 27 and he likes playstation when you're 32 and like you know pregnant and it's five years later you know he'll still probably like playstation now hopefully you can reach some sort of compromise that like he is spending time and you're doing things that you need to do but like there'll still be that aspect there yeah, people don't yeah. suddenly just click a switch and just change and i think she's been very unrealistic in expecting him to completely change but there was definitely a way of dealing with this situation which wouldn't i think she's gone completely nuclear yeah i think she's gone i think she's taken the worst route that she could have taken absolutely especially just involving the dad like that's such a low blow but the dad it's it's a kind of scumbag move and like the dad's being a hard ass and she did involve that but the thing i don't like is she's like and he's being so childish that the reason that she's doing this to him is because her friends are making fun of her. Yeah. So she runs off to a parental figure. Yeah, and yeah, says, exactly. Wah, wah, wah. I need this to change. Yeah. This no, is it's the most childish thing I've I've heard. Like just him being like him and saying, Oh, I'm Brock Nesler Lesnar versus the Undertaker. <laughs> like, you know, that doesn't mean that he is doesn't isn't a competent person to who isn't able to pay bills. But but the fact that you would be so duplicitous to go and do this, I would genuinely feel like let's let's remove the pregnancy aspect of this. Let's say, okay, let's say Johnny that a girl that you've been going out with for let's say it's you've been going out with her for eighteen months. Things mm -hmm. are going great. She's given you a few hints that she doesn't like all the books that you've got, but right. you'd say, look, I'll sort them out at some point. Look. I'm going to make a compromise with you, but I'm not going to give them all up. 
and you turn up and she says, look, they're an Oxfam. I couldn't deal with it. Uh, I'd be like, I'd be gone though. That's the thing. That Yes. I'd just be like, okay, well. Well, actually, well, no, first of all, if they were just, they were all gone, I'd be like, well, I, I guess I'm going to have to like get a solicitor involved in this because a lot of them are worth money. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's still my my property you just got rid of, but um, I know you probably wouldn't actually go that route. But I would take that very, very harsh. It'd be it'd completely end there. I don't think now that if this situation ever arose, though, it would never get to that point with me because, like, if I did have an entire room full of books and there was a kid on the way or something, I would be like, oh hey, yeah, of course I'm gonna I'll get rid of. 80% of these. I'm go- I'll keep like the really nice looking hardbacks and that's it. And I'll get yes. uh, I'll get a, an Amazon Kindle and I'll, I'll read ebooks from now on. Yes. But I mean like even in that sort of way, like you're being reasonable, but like maybe this gentleman would have been a bit more reasonable. He just needed time. Yeah. Again, I would feel that he potentially could be neurodivergent. Like, you know, if he's got, if, if he's on the autism spectrum, it takes people time to like realize and kind of make changes and yeah. process information. So maybe if he's potentially on this, maybe in a month's time, he would be like, okay, I'll get rid of the Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon, or he'll make some sort of deal with you or some sort of move, but he needed to do it on his own time. And then bringing in the dad, completely nuclear option. And, a lot of people on the Reddit when I was reading the comments were like, well, welcome to single motherhood. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's the big one. I think what, cause like ignore every, everything about this particular situation. At what point should you bring a parent into the, your relate into your relationship? Like, I can't think of any reason you should. I think if the person was potentially going to kill themselves or was on a potential, um, Let's say that they were doing a very, very destructive behavior. Yeah. Okay. That's. I would be tempted. Yeah. I would be tempted that, like, if if I started dating a girl and then she started like doing meth or something, I would just be like, "Dude, like, you need to get off this." <laughs> yeah. But then you might hit a certain point that you're just like, "Look, I can't handle this myself," and you'd say, "Look, here, this person, Megan, here is just like." Uh, like she's just complete i just don't feel that she's in control yeah and wanted to speak to you about this and is this something she's done in the past and look here that, that's I definitely definitely this. a case but, but i think like, that's it know, that's one that extends uh beyond the relationship problem at that point i think that's a, a problem with this person's future their, their actual just well-being in general i think yes but like, just like just as far as like actual relationship issues i don't think there ever really should be like who who else's business is this maybe I if know. he was maybe if he hit her or something then you would bring the father in yes. maybe no but i mean i think if you're in a toxic relationship and you need to escape or something like that then you bring your parents in if you need the escape route or you need some sort of guidance but then yeah. you're contacting them first and it would tend to be your own parents that it's just like, yeah, look, yeah. it's not like, Daddy, would you please go and speak to Liam here and make sure that <laughs> he buys me a carriage clock for Christmas? It's more like, Dad, I need to get out of here. This guy's like being abusive. 
like you know i need to be i need somewhere safe to stay i'm moving back in with you and then they're just look look here i'll be there just because like to make sure you can get out of the house safely you know that sort of thing like yeah that's that's the way i would view having or like you know if you're in trouble or something like that parents standing in good if it's like if it's something like we're gonna call around like the fucking gestapo and just like (laughs) throw shit into bags yeah no i mean that's dodgy i mean what i would have found really dodgy now this would have been even worse is if she had called her own father to do it the fact it was his father was pretty bad but i was thinking about this like can you imagine if like you're dating a girl and then she brought her family around to get rid of stuff hmm it was funny actually i i went out with a girl and she was she told me that uh she had been living with a guy just like they were broken up a few months before we started going out and like she moved out and she had loads of her stuff still there like her xbox was still in the apartment and it was his apartment and she did send her father around to collect stuff which i never said it to her but i always thought oh you fucking coward But, like, that is just so uncomfortable for both your father and that young man. Uh, I, 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 like, I went out with her for a good while. I, I met her father plenty of times. He was such a nice old man. I just felt so bad for him having to go around and collect his daughter's Xbox. From her just, Xbox. You know, both the boyfriend was civil and he was civil. Yeah. Oh, no, she she I, was the asshole in that situation. Oh, no, no. You see, that's the way I kind of like to imagine it. I would hate, like either like some young fella like breaks up with a girl and then you've got a very intimidating dad being like are you sure this is all her stuff like you know yeah, and you're yeah. just like get the fuck out of my pop you know you're just like you know why you you've got no reason to be here intimidating me yeah. or the other way around you've got a poor old man being like oh, you know i've come to get my stuff you got three minutes to get out old man <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I'd say in this situation, it was probably just two awkward men, two two men who were forced into a really awkward situation because she was a coward. At least I kind of feel slightly better about that. Yeah, no, that's more just comical at least, but it's still when I heard that story, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta prepare for this. It told me so much about that person's character, like that she was that cowardly. Yeah, no. I mean, I could understand if he thought, if she thought physical violence was coming to, but in that case, that's... In that case, you probably wouldn't be that concerned about getting your Xbox 360, you know? No, there was none of that. That is just... I just, I couldn't deal with that. Like, can I... I'll tell you a personal story, and this might get end up being cut, but the one and only time I've been in a relationship where I've completely ended it entirely on my own terms. Cause you know, sometimes you have like a mutual breakup or someone mm. will break up with you or something like that. This is the one time it's been entirely me just like done, done was because I had gone out with a girl and it would maybe seven or eight dates. And on the eighth date, she went into the entire storyline of my little pony friendship is magic. Oh wow, yeah. That she was tell that she kind of was just started talking about it and talking about it and talking about it, and I know it's a weird subculture, 
But you know, in the kind of way, I was just like, can we talk about something else? <laughs> can we just deal with this? And it was just, you know, in the kind of way that like, we were just at the park and she just talked and talked and talked and wouldn't take a hint. And just at the end of this, I was just like, I left. I was just went, met my friend Mark. And I was just like, dude, I don't think I can ever talk to this girl again. Because like, all I can think about is this really dumb kids TV show, which weird men seem to like. Yeah. And the fact oh, that like it was just so bad. The fact that this was at like the seventh date means she probably had been holding on to that too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god, that was you know I can understand like this girl if she had had to deal with that maybe, but she found it endearing. I didn't. So that's But that's, that's it. Me yeah. off the hook. Like that's yeah. me off the hook. I, I didn't I listened to it, I made it aware that that wasn't something I was at all interested in. And then I moved on with my life. Yeah. And I think most people, most girls probably would have had that reaction with this guy where at the seventh, at the seventh date where he like, you know, they were meeting in a coffee shop and he was like, oh, sorry, I'm late. There was a new Captain Planet in Toys R Us. And I just had to get him because I want to have a game of Captain Planet tonight. She'd have probably been like, oh, okay. And that would have been the last date. But this girl didn't do that, so she found it. She thought, oh, that's cute. I'll continue seeing this guy. And then decided it was a problem later. I mean, the way I would kind of think of it is, like, if I'm, like, you know, I'm moving to a new city, like, you know, I'll probably be on Tinder or Plenty of Fish, you know, to meet some girls after COVID, probably. <laughs> but uh, the whole thing is, like, if I turn up to a date, and I the first things I start saying after, like, third date is, Oh, I really like Resident Evil. In Resident Evil, there is a character called Chris Redfield. And there is a woman <laughs> called Jill Valentine. And they fight zombies. And I go on about this. Like, you know, it's not like, you know, ha ha, I've tricked you into a marriage. And you pull like a button and then like a whole bunch of like pony merch or something falls down from the ceiling. <laughs> you know, yeah. you buy into this. And if people are like that, like, you know, that's when the girl is talking to me about My Little Pony. I was just like, oh, like this was something that you clearly care an awful lot about. And, you know, I don't, I'm not really that comfortable and it's too early. And like, she was 25, I was 26. I kind of feel that if I contacted her now, like six years after the fact, five years after the fact, that she would still be into it. Probably, yeah, probably. So, like, hopefully she found a nice boy who's deeply into that. I don't wish her bad. It's just not what I want to deal with in my yeah, life. She probably didn't, but hopefully. So, final call. Asshole or not asshole? I think she's definitely an asshole. I think the father is actually the bigger asshole, but, um, yeah, no, she's definitely the asshole in this. Yeah. Yeah, I think he deserves to move into a nice house with people who respect him, such as... Uh, Timothy's parents <laughs> yeah and now just to be clear as well like I don't think this guy is completely clean either I think he needs to like he's got some shit he needs to sort out but it's not a big deal he just he definitely needs to work on himself a little but he's he's not I, an asshole she's the asshole I mean I could imagine him just being a very fun dad well that's the other thing he has a kid on the way maybe he could just like live through the kid like get get the kid into the shit he was into and maybe that would be how he'd let go of wanting to play with toys 
Yeah, I mean, not to extend this too much longer, but like, there's people like out there, and like they're fun aunts, fun uncles, and they're people with toys or who really like Harry Potter or something. And you know, I think there are people like that, and they can do very well with children. Oh yeah, like I, I, I'm guarantee you, if I was to like be in a friend's house now and they had a kid who was really into like power rangers and they were playing with them and asked me to play with them I, i'd get really into playing action figures with them because it'd just be fun seeing the kid react and stuff yeah but, but part of me would be like this is kind of enjoyable too this reminds me of being a kid i just yes. don't think you should be doing that probably a couple of days a week when you live with your girlfriend and you have an entire room of your apartment dedicated to it <laughs> i mean it also depends to me how small this apartment is is just a tiny thing now the way i'm envisioning this is it's like a dublin flat that there's like a bedroom there's like a bathroom there's kind of living room maybe there's like a side kind of half bedroom tiny space room and she's just like dude that has to be the nursery and he's like nope totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah but like i think that she is the asshole because i think so he's not great but she pulled the nuclear switch so fast that I think that, yeah, I think it's a. I think the relationship is potentially doomed. It sounds like it was probably doomed from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that's going to save her is the fact that she's pregnant, and that's an awful reason, you know, to. It's awful to break up a relationship with that. that yeah. But like, you know, like equally, some people would just say it's not a reason to keep a relationship alive. But, yeah. Okay. So let's move on to the next story. Would yes. You say, Johnny. Yeah, so I guess uh, staying in the the genre of of nerd issues, I guess we have yeah. another another good "Am I the asshole?" and the title is for trying to test a girl's nerd, which is just a great title. It's also we're pointing out this begins great English. <laughs> we're pointing out that this. Uh, I don't know if the the one you read started with this but this one starts with throwaway account which always tells you so much if, if the person is posting this from an account that isn't their main account <laughs> like already you're like i don't want to be associated with this story but here i, I am right come back to me yeah so here we are i 20 year old male don't think i did anything wrong but my friends are all saying i'm an asshole so, I have a group of friends, and we're quite frankly, nerds. We met this girl I'll call Elle two years ago. The other guys all like her, think she's great, and she knows all about things we're into. But I had a feeling she's not really one of us. I put up with this for two years, but I can't shake the feeling. So, the last time we were together, before quarantine, I decided to test her nerd. Sounds like a game show. <laughs> she seemed surprised, but could answer all my questions until I got to Star Trek. <laughs> I was feeling pretty confident until she asked me to clarify. Apparently, I misspoke and accidentally had asked a trick question. My friend, my friends all jumped on me, accusing me of being an asshole, and she didn't need to pass some test to hang out with them, and how I needed to just get over it. Another friend pointed out that I wasn't the guardian of the group, 
and I got mad no one was on my side. Quarantine happened shortly after, and I recently found out they'd all been chatting with her. I told her I didn't appreciate her trying to steal my friends. She never replied, but one of my friends bitched at me for a while. I got mad no one was listening to me and said it's her or me. He said her. None of my friends have messaged me since. My brother says I was trying to be king of the nerds and gatekeeping and I should apologise. I don't think I have anything to apologise for and they should apologise for not hearing me out. <laughs> so, 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 so tell me Reddit, am I the asshole for trying to make sure L was actually a nerd like us? <laughs> Wow, <laughs> there is oh. so much to unpack there. Oh, oh my god, uh, I can't believe I met it that far without laughing. Oh my goodness! Now the only, the only thing I'll say for this guy is I'll just remind you that he is twenty. He is which twenty. Is a very yeah. young man. It, he is. He's not even the legal age to drink in the United States of America. So, but you know, okay. What would you say about this guy? Do you think he's acting uh, reasonably? Like, no. There's no way we can even like try and see his side here, surely. <laughs> no, I can't see. Like, the only thing I would say is he's 20 to try and make an excuse for him that way that hopefully he'll grow up. But, But this was going on for two years. I think, like, even the fact that he's young and might be a bit of an idiot, wouldn't even isn't even forgivable because he had two years to see what he was doing, and two years when you're so this started, he would have been eighteen when when this when L first came into his friend group. Two years when you're eighteen is like a decade when you're in your thirties. Like that's so long to to be living with that and to learn that what you're doing is wrong and it, like this girl what does he think happened this l has is going deep undercover within a bunch of nerds for two years to be a fake gamer to, girl yeah <laughs> i mean i don't i don't really get that at all it's kind of like right i mean by well, the sounds of it she isn't any of the boys girlfriends no she he would have he would have said that i think I think she just genuinely is like, I found a group of pals. <laughs> Poor girl is probably the only only girl in her school or in her college or whatever that's as into this nerd stuff as these guys are. And like finally just found a group of friends that she can relate to. And there's just this one dickhead that's, I guess, afraid of women and just keeps like calling her out on shit. But I don't get like, what do they think that she's trying to gain apart from friendship? Well, that I is mean, bizarre. So let's let's mention that because this isn't obviously this is such an extreme example, but this isn't a new thing for there to be like young guys that are fearful of fake nerd girls. Like you see it on the internet at least quite a lot. Like you you mentioned like the fake gamer girl. I think like that's sort yeah. of a, a an in joke on the internet. That there does seem to be, for some reason, there is a lot of guys out there that if they see a girl wearing an Iron Man t-shirt, they're, like, suspicious. 
But I mean, right, I mean, I'll explain. There's one way I'm a tiny bit like this. I'm a tiny bit like this. And it's a bad thought, but it's like, I do get annoyed by people who wear band t-shirts uh, yeah. who don't actually know. Oh, oh, you like the Ramones? Who are the Ramones? Why are you wearing a Ramones t-shirt? Like, that's the only way it would wind me up. But outside of that. And I feel the exact same way. But I think it's a bit different because I feel like if you see somebody wearing a Ramones t-shirt or a Misfits t-shirt, there's a good chance, yeah, they don't actually know that they're even a band. But, like, there's nobody wearing a Star Trek t-shirt that doesn't know what Star Trek is. Even yeah. if they might not be, like, a dedicated hardcore fan, they obviously are at least aware of Star Trek within pop culture, know what a TV show, they know fucking... I don't know, they know William... They probably know who William Shatner is. They know They know the difference be- between, like... I don't know. I, see, I, I don't know enough about Star Trek to actually use examples. Yes. But I think that's even in the pop culture enough that people would be aware of it and to me that's enough that's all the knowledge you need to wear a t-shirt of it even even if you just liked a few episodes or one or one or two of the movies but with bands like there's people wearing misfits t-shirts that don't even know it's a t-shirt for a band they're just like i i see this ghost face on a lot of other metal type stuff yeah i mean i always find that fairly that's the only way it would get me but it's like look even if she knows absolutely nothing it's nice to have someone who wants to be interested mm, in what you're interested that's, in. Yeah. It's somebody, it's like if, for instance, you started talking about like, oh, here, Luke, randomly, let's talk. I'm very interested in Bitcoin. Now, I know absolutely not that much about that. But like, you know, if there was a bunch of like cool people who were talking about it, I'd be like, here, I'm not, it's not really my thing, but I'm interested to learn. I'd love to hear this. Yeah, and like yeah. you know, to be, I think there's absolutely no shame in doing that, and like, like the idea of being, the idea of nerd, it's just, it's just too ubiquitous. It covers far too much, especially now. Yeah, and I mean that's the thing. Like one of, I think like one of the things I enjoy most with like when I like, you know, meet new people or like especially in relationships is like kind of like trying to get them. Not like forcing them to get interested in stuff I'm into, but like just just saying like this is why Game of Thrones is so good and you need to watch it, and that type of thing, and like the idea like so this guy thinks that she's might be a fake nerd girl, but she clearly wants to be a, even if he's right, she's obviously gotten into that friend group because she wants to be a real nerd girl and wants to like hear this she wants people to like convince her that oh you should watch this and you should play this or whatever it's like why if if you're if you're a nerd and you're into this stuff why do you not want to spread it like that like usually when you're really interested in stuff you want to get other people into it you know i think what is it does am i wrong in saying that he uses the word poser here somewhere that she's posing as he did yeah i think he's still cool now i do get nerd culture like back in the 80s and early 90s it wasn't a cool thing but like nerd or geek culture to me is such a broad term because like it's like saying i like i am a sports fan yeah yeah because like it being a nerd seems to be like you're into any form of into a form of media whether it's comic books or a TV show or movies or like, you know, something, it's a form of media that you yeah. like. 
well, like if you're a sports fan, it's a sport that you like. Like I, I have friends that are like so into football, soccer for American listeners, and like they, you know, they have their fantasy leagues, they collect the FIFA stickers, and like they are nerds for football. It's no different than like the guys that play D and D and collect Magic the Gathering cards and stuff. It's the exact same thing. But like you know, it's just I would see it as very I would see it as the same thing myself. But it's like you know, it's just it's so it's so broad here that it's like you know, it's like me saying like, oh, here I am a sports fan, and I will tell you who won the last Formula One Grand Prix, and I'll tell you who won the Bundesliga in football, and somebody turning up is like, if you're a real sports fan, could you tell me? Who plays at the second left base for the Chicago Cubs in nineteen the nineteen ninety five to nineteen ninety six seasons, and who were his free alternates? I mean, <laughs> yes. you could like you could like Game of Thrones, but not like Lord of the Rings. You can like, yeah, yeah, you know, you can like one thing and not like that's that's the weird thing to me. It's like he seems to have this nerd thing. Like all nerds must like or everyone who likes media must like all different yeah. forms of media. Like you can like the Marvel movies, but you might not read the comics, or you might really love. They might have children's Marvel coloring in books, and you might love to color in, and it might give you a great deal of joy, but you might not have any idea who the characters are, and that's fine. If you're enjoying yourself, just leave the person alone. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I remember talking to somebody, and uh, um, actually, yeah, very fitting because you know she, she, I guess she was kind of accused. Uh, as being the the fake nerd girl by somebody but like she was like i think it was like she was on a date or something and she got this quiz not quiz not like to this by the guy on the date or by like someone at another table <laughs> no, you no. mentioned the by, by, the guy, by the guy on the date but no it was like like she mentioned in like like her tinder profile or whatever that she really liked batman and like when it came up on the date like you know she mentioned how she was just really into the animated series from the 90s and he got really like arsy about it's like oh so you're not a real batman fan like you haven't read any of the comics and stuff and she hadn't but and obviously they never had a second date and i don't think like i don't think like he didn't act like this guy i think it was like you know a two minute blip in the conversation but it was still enough for her to be like this guy's a dick but also like why well, yeah why is that the batman batman the animated series from the 90s is fucking amazing it's one of the best batman properties out there why yeah. is there anything wrong with that just being the the batman property you're into i i don't get that i mean it's like i know for guys who can't get dates out here this is something that you do if you're on a date even if you know an awful lot about something other people sometimes like explaining it too so if you're talking to a girl and you know more than her about something sometimes you just let her explain it to you because it gives her something to talk about and it makes you less of a dick yeah yeah but i don't i'm trying to think of a comparison but it's like if if music came up and you were like i i don't know it's like i'm a metal fan but you have to be then into every metal every subgenre of metal no that's a bad comparison because they were talking about batman in particular yes but, but like right it's kind of like okay i really like the fleetwood mac album rumors i think it's a cracking album 
But if you are suddenly turning to me and saying, oh, so you like Fleetwood Mac, could you tell us what's your opinion of when Stevie Nicks fell out with Lindsay Buckingham? Because <laughs> like, like, they've got a mythology all of their own, which is absolutely crazy, that nobody, including themselves, could even hold up with. So someone came at me and I said, like, oh, Dreams is a great song, and I really like Go Your Own Way. And they're just like, dude, tell me, what? who betrayed Stevie Nicks? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, yeah have you ever actually been put in that scenario where you've kind of been put like genuinely somebody has tried to quiz you on something you're into you know i think i think i have i think there's a kind of male brain sometimes way you can see it as a kind of fun quiz sometimes like, i think people could be trying to be a dick and you're just like oh no i know this i know this mm-hmm. oh that's fun but like you know i can kind of get why a lot of people would find it like i think i would find it more objectionable now knowing people better than i would back in the day you'd sometimes say oh they just want to know how big a fan i am of something but then you're just like sorry who cares (laughs) who cares if i can who cares if i've got a let's say i go down and i buy a t-shirt like you know a 10 pound t-shirt with a cool graphic design because somebody turns to me and says like oh so you really like Dragon Ball? And I'd be like, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> so tell us, what's your opinion on Akira Toyama's earlier work with Dr. Slump? Yeah. You're just like, what? But this just reminded me, oh, when, when I was about 15, maybe a bit younger, me and my friend Winnie, we were just like walking through town one day uh, back home. And I guess I think one one of us was wearing a Metallica t shirt, and it was a van drove past us. It was like it was. Oh, this is grim. <laughs> no, 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 don't worry. That happens much later. No, it was like a oh, Jesus. It was like a, a a delivery van, like a furniture store, and somebody just shouted out the window something about like a reference to Metallica. Anyway. And then as we continued up the street, they had stopped off to uh, deliver a couch or whatever to this apartment over a shop we were going to. And I get, the guy driving the van was an older guy and he was just making a joke, shouting something about Metallica. And it was because the guy who was working with him was a bit was also wearing a Metallica T-shirt. And anyway, as they conti- continued to del- delivery the younger guy who is also wearing the t-shirt started to like quiz us about like who you know who who was the basis before jason newstead or whatever and like it was all like real obvious stuff even for us as teenagers i suppose some people would think and i think this is getting back to this guy they think that they're commodifying your culture that like there's a lot of people like i think it's lesser like i think the millennials were probably the last generation where when we were kind of growing up the people really identified with one mononymous culture. Whether you're a rocker or you like something or you're an emo mm, yeah. or you're there, you're into kind of like one culture at one time. And I think a lot of the older generations, whether you were like a beatnik or you know you <laughs> like the blues or like you're like you know you liked something, some music or some sort of style, that was your style. Well, I think young people today are just like, look, here I can go watch Major Laser. And then I can go watch Rancid. And then I can go, like, you know, listen to some, like, Swedish 16-year-old on YouTube that we won't won't ever remember the name of. Yeah. And you can like all of them. 
and you don't have to put it under a single cohesive identity. You can say, I like this, I like that, I like this. And I think that's far more healthy. <laughs> but like, I think there's a lot of people who are just like, to be part of this fandom, we need to gatekeep it. And that's what this guy is. He's gatekeeping. Yeah, he's which completely tends to be used against women quite a lot of times. Like it is a hundred percent on let's like it's either used you're either really young and it's some asshole that's like way too old to be quizzing a child about how much he knows about Metallica, or it's a guy you just quizzing a girl. Yes. It, it it's only one or the other. Like, you know, I think that it's kind of like, I think it, it can be fairly toxic. And I think that the reason this gentleman, uh, I'm not going to call him a gentleman, this <laughs> asshole, to identify him properly, I think he picked on her because she was a girl. And I don't think it mattered a hang. Even if she got all the questions right or wrong, then I think what he did was he said, you know, oh, here, it's my friends over you kind of way. And then the friends were like, no. Yeah. Like, I don't think it really... Do you think it's ever a good move to say, choose between me and another person? No, I do. Because, you know, if you're... If you have to... If you have to say that line, you know the choice has already been made. Yeah. No, I kind of feel that myself. That, like... You know, sometimes you can say, look, you're hanging out with a bad crowd or something like that you can warn a friend about doing something a bit silly oh yeah like, but it's, that's like if it's like your your husband is doing heroin and you're like john it's the heroin or me you know that's when you deliver that line it's me or the fake gamer girl <laughs> like l seems pretty cool she she plays D D with us and Likes Final Fantasy Online. That's cool by us, bro. She, she doesn't quiz all our new friends to see if they're allowed to be members to our the He-Man Woman Hairs Club. But you know, it's also I think he's kind of taken himself up into like he is. You know, the guy said like you are not the guardian of the group. He's. I think he kind of thinks like no, it's up to me to be king of the group. And you're just mm. like nobody likes a king of the group. The self the self proclaimed leader. Like, yeah, nobody likes that. Even in, even, this guy's a nerd. He should understand that that's the character everybody hates in comic books. Everybody hates Leonardo and the Turtles. Everybody hates Cyclops and the X-Men because they're like the self-appointed leader. Even though I know they were kind of appointed leaders. But, you know, they're they're the characters that are the leaders of the group and everybody dislikes. Like, no, nobody picks Cyclops over Wolverine. Nobody p- picks Leonardo over Raphael. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, this guy complete asshole. Complete asshole. I, I don't think it's even up for debate. Um, I think there's an epithet that he's added at the end, which <clears> I think <throat> is pretty delicious. There is. So maybe should will you put up links to these conversations in the podcast? Sure, I'll put a, I'll put them up in the podcast. Uh, yeah, I'll put them up in the notes of the podcast. Yeah, because I think this one in particular. The, the replies on Reddit are so worth reading because not one, like, now I didn't read the entirety of the comments, obviously, there's fucking hundreds, but I had a good scroll and I could not find one person that supported him. And after all the people came down on him and gave their very, very well-formed opinions, they didn't even, they weren't even dicks to him. He added an update and it says, I knew I shouldn't have posted on here. You guys don't get it. 
I am not going to apologize for being suspicious of her intentions and being angry at my so-called friend or and for being angry that my so-called friends bailed on me for some chick they've only known two years. I was not gatekeeping. I was just trying to make sure she wasn't trying to be trendy. Screw this. I won't be back. Is it so bad that she wants to be trendy? <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's this a man who refuses to learn anything from his mistakes. Like, so we're, we're having a good laugh at this guy being a dick. But this is kind of sad in the sense that this guy clearly is incapable of learning a lesson. He he's not going to he he's not going to make any new friends. No, he's going to make friends on message boards online with other angry young men who yeah. say, like you know, no. The reason why, look, dude, you got cucked. This girl, she completely like screwed you over for your friend group. There'll be a bunch of people who are a bit angry and will yeah. tell him that he was right if um, he goes to the right places he'll find that and that's probably what he'll do i mean there's quite a lot of those places online let's admit that yeah oh there certainly is because so he he said this started two years ago so when he was 18 so you'd assume he had been friends with this group for a few years before that and they're the friends you make when you're teenagers they you grew up with them they're probably they give you more leeway in your bullshit the fact that they were even patient with him for two years when he was like quizzing this girl and all this says that they were they were giving him uh, extra sort of wiggle room most people wouldn't give you. He's not going to meet people like that after after twenty. You do not meet people that will have that kind of patience with you. Yes. So he's I mean, he's just not going to meet people again. I mean, his only way is to try and get redemption because friends like that tend to be will take you back but it's just like dude this girl cannot be you cannot believe this person who's just there to enjoy herself his sole purpose is to mess with you and to seem trendy and it's just like no i'm not gatekeeping and they've only known her two years that's <laughs> jesus christ i know like, people who have like gotten married in that space of time like two years is a long fucking time I mean, it's it's crazy. It's kind of like, you know, it's like, oh, they've only known them two years. I mean, like, there's quite a lot of people, like, I would get on very well with my work colleagues. Great people. I've worked with them for less than two years. Yeah. Like, you he, know, he also said that they were, like, talking during quarantine. So, like, that's, like, four years in quarantine time. Yeah. But it's like, you know, they were probably all messaging each other. It's just like, look if your friends like someone it's just like you know even if it's like a best friend who's dating someone that you don't really care for you just just like hey does this person make you happy then i'm happy for the group yeah yeah like you don't need to is it don't it, need to do that it is just such a, a bizarre story like part of me thinks and i don't know if you've questioned this but is it real is it a made-up story you know if they've all got these throwaway accounts it's hard to know yeah but i would certainly say there's enough people that this is based off that it's pretty tr close yeah no i i don't think it is like i i 
I feel like I kind of want to think it is just because it's because it, it kind of makes me angry but it's also it's I, I still feel kind of bad for the guy because of how I see his life going I kind of don't want it to be real but no, I've no, also no. met enough people in real life that are close enough to this and I've heard stories like I guess we can't say names but you know a certain a certain co-host of another podcast uh, the isn't scapegoat or space ghost uh, runs a, a sort of a fan club to a popular franchise that may or may not have been mentioned in the story we just read and he's told me fairly similar stories about guys that are members of that so yeah I'd say it's yeah. real no I would say that like there's some guys who just don't really like women and I don't mean like they hate all women they don't like this but it's just kind of like they would see spaces as male only spaces they don't want a woman near it and you know <laughs> there are some activities which would be traditionally more masculine that a lot of girls like but but do you think is it just that or does he think that well eventually one of the guys might start going out with this girl and then that will fragment the group is it just is it also just if, look if she turns like full yoko ono then you do what you they did in 1994 and you reformed the band without john using <laughs> a recording of him in the background <laughs> but i do i do think it might be that too which is is still funny because like but she's obviously she's came into your friend group so she might start going out with john and you might see a bit less of john but she seems like she's into all this stuff too so she's not really going to drag him away it's just you're gonna have to put up with a couple in your group basically what you turn what you do if you're not completely Look, if there's somebody out there listening who's in a similar situation, you, and you're afraid she's going to go out with your friend, what you do is you count the number amount of people in your group. There's five of us and her. You try and convince her on any occasion to bring four friends with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You try and see an opportunity you, you, in it. You you make it work for you. And also, like, this is the fun, like. We, we've no idea what these people... Obviously, this guy's clearly an asshole, so he's probably not getting her anyway. But if he wasn't so much of an asshole, like, for all he knows is, if she is the fake nerd girl that's come in here just because she wants to get a man, maybe he's the guy. Maybe he's the one she's coming for. And then she learned, oh, he's actually an asshole. I guess I'll just go for one of the other ones. Yeah, but I mean... I, I don't get But I do, thing. like, you're, you're right. The the best thing is just, yeah, like, eventually she'll bring her friends in. Like, just see an opportunity in that. Like, you know... Oh, my God. Like, it's just painful. <laughs> it's just so painful to read that, like, the more I look at it, and it's just, like, the brother's just, like, dude. I imagine the brother's, like, two or three years older than him. And he's just like, dude, don't be a dick. I have a feeling. Apologize. I have a feeling the brother's like eight. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way this girl should like My Little Pony. Dude, it's a franchise for girls. (laughs) Calm down. You don't own it. Apologize. Keep your friends, or you'll be stuck talking to me for the next 10 years. And none of us want that. (laughs) This is funny, actually, to bring those two things together. 
do you follow uh Jenny Nicholson on YouTube? I do. Like that's half the reason I was mentioning is I watched the pony thing yesterday. Yeah. But she got that where she like she mentioned when she started going to pony cons and all this, she started getting getting quizzed. Even though oh, yeah. she was like Fison, what like one of the big fan cartoons she created. They say she was like to say she was horse famous, and she goes outside and she sees some guys, and then she's like, "Oh, who's that?" And like you know, just very innocent. Like she seems like a very sweet girl. Yeah. And then the thing is, he says, "Who's that?" And they're just, (laughs) she doesn't know my OP character or what is it like OC character, like original content character. Like not even a character from the actual show, just a a fan made character. Oh my god, that that kind of brought up so many. But meanwhile, she's like, she's a celebrity in that world herself and she's even being treated like shit for not knowing a specific thing. But I think there's people who would want to be like, look at her, she knows nothing about it. Mm. And it can like, oh, I know more than this person. Because, like, have you ever met somebody who's, like, they really just want to compete and be, they want to beat a certain person at something? It's just, like, you know, huh, like, they think they know the most about, it would be like me turning up and be like, huh, Johnny knows the most about disaster. I'll <laughs> challenge him. Here's my handmade disaster quiz. Johnny, if you had a four-season tent and it was pointed east, <laughs> and it was a woolly mammoth came charging at you, and your fire was outside in the west. You gotta stick there. What would you do? See, I, I have... amateur mistake. <laughs> you sound like a, a guy in speed, the the terrorist. What do you do? Dennis no, Hopper. Yeah, Dennis Hopper. That's the one. I'm not a real speed fan. Uh, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't met any of them in real life. No, no. I think this like. For the two stories we've covered, I think he's definitely the bigger asshole. Like, and then the girl who threw out the toys. Yeah, no, I think yeah, because like I, I do think she was an asshole, but there was at least some escalation with her. Like, I think she was in the wrong, but she's not necess- on the asshole scale. I don't think she rates as high. No, I don't. Think, I would... Actually, you know what? I don't think this guy is an asshole. I think this guy is just an absolute. He's not even a dick. I think he's just a fucking cunt. <laughs> like. I think he just cannot see the wood from the trees. This is, I mean, like, unless he's gay and he's in love with all his friends or something like this. But dude, then he should have like, not interfered, surely. Yeah. Dude, I mean, just... Just... <sighs> see someone being interested in what you're interested in as an opportunity. I yeah. Mean, <sighs> I mean... I just see it as an opportunity. There's now, there so are many some opportunities posers, here. But nerd culture, it's not one. Just I was going to use an example, and that wasn't even very fair. Like, you know, once true crime became a big thing, there was hundreds and thousands of podcasts doing true crime. But I bet the majority of those people were always interested in it, but it just became viable. Yeah, I, I think that's the case with true crime. Because true true crime has always kind of been big, but it was like it was very hard to consume. In that way, like you you had like those shitty reconstruction, like this Discovery Channel documentaries, and that was it. Yeah, no. The way I would say it is just people be nice. It's kind of like think 
give people the opportunity, give people the kind of like space to learn and to kind of enjoy what you enjoy. Yeah. It's I... not awful. I mean, like here, it's far worse to have, <laughs> it's far worse to have a girl talk to you about Mind Little Pony for a two hour period <laughs> than for someone wanting to hear about what your interests are and join in. But like when you think of the idea of like people liking stuff because it's trendy, usually like so I remember that happening as a kid. Like I remember Power Rangers becoming a huge thing as a kid and I never really liked Power Rangers, but all of my friends got really into it. And there was like one friend in the group that I guess was kind of the self-appointed leader and he got really into it. So we just kind of had to like go along with it and I kind of resented him for that. But yeah, I got into Power Rangers because it was trendy. I don't recall a trend like that ever happening after that because I was like whatever 10 because like in, in adulthood a trend really does not like dictate what you're going to like dedicate some time to I think he is I think he's got what you know I think he's just pretty toxic that like but I think there's a lot of people who would feed into that and it's not a good it's not a good look yeah it's i just kind of like sorry listen to your eight-year-old brother <laughs> yeah i would love to know what the question he asked her was he says he asked her a star trek question and uh, he accidentally asked a trick question which as as if fuck you don't accidentally ask a trick question but i okay. I'd, I'd love to know what the question was okay i'll tell you who was the greatest character in the whole of Star Trek Next Generation series free and onwards? <laughs> well, and I mean... the question, the, the answer that people think it is, is Riker. The answer actually is Riker's beard. And then once it appeared, it was a much bigger, bigger thing. And, uh... <laughs> MVP. See, if he asked that question, I'd be on his side. I'd be like, okay, well, he played this. He played a pretty good game. He was a dick then. He wouldn't be an asshole. He'd have played a... I'd have respected his game. Oh, my goodness. But, like... It was probably... You know, it's the kind of way that I was, I'm willing to bet that it was kind of getting out like this. It's like, let's say you start off and you're trying to call somebody out. The questions would start off with like, what is Batman's real name? Bruce Wayne. Okay. They know the very basics. Okay. What is the last name of his butler? Pennyworth. Okay. Let's move along. Okay. Who did he fight in Batman and DC and Batman number one? And she'd say, oh, did you mean Detective Comics number one or <laughs> Batman number one? And then you'd be like, oh, okay, well, I meant, uh, you know, you just yeah, kind of, yeah. you start going, you start going down that way, and then people, then, you know, you start getting really specific. It's like, okay, Rainbow Man in issue 27 said what? Once, you know, so I'd say by the end when he got to Star Trek, it was the most minutiae. Yeah. It's kind of like, so who worked with Gene Roddenberry on the third season who, like, you know, co-directed after Gene Roddenberry's death? Yeah. And the answer yeah. is... And, and that's the shit that... Do you actually have an answer? Sorry, I was waiting. Riker's beard. 
but but that is the type of questions they ask too because that was even like going back to that like the guy quizzing us about metallica with the like who was the basis before such and such like that shit doesn't actually matter if you like metallica if you really want to quiz somebody about like their interest in music there it should be like well like what's do you know the chord progression to such and such a song you know or what what key is one written in you know like that would be actually a quiz now i'm not saying anybody should pass that because you'd have to be into music deeply but you know what i mean that actually relate to the music not the behind the scenes stuff like what why why is the behind the scenes important like why is knowing who done the art for fucking the new 52 why, why does that make you a bigger fan than somebody who just read all of the comics but yeah, no, I think uh, these are two very good examples of being an asshole. So uh, we were going to do, we, we might do a follow up in a way. Because I do have a theory that uh, only assholes can save the world. And that might be a, a fitting subject for a disaster artists episode in the future. Yeah, no, I would be very happy to go on that. Um, I think to succeed you kind of have to be an asshole in the kind of same way that like you know people say people who never apologize are the people who succeed i do think like a good movie character has to be relentless Mm. yeah so but also just like there's a lot of them that are just playing dicks even when they don't need to be (laughs) oh absolutely like i think there's even a line in escape from new york where snake just says I, I can't remember the full line, but I know it just ends with him going, I'm an asshole. <laughs> like, he just says it. I think it works well. So I think that should be an interesting episode. So hopefully that will be coming out soon. So I'd like to thank Johnny for coming here. And uh, thanks, thanks very much, much for listening to the second episode of Space Goat. So this hopefully is coming out one year after the first episode. So the third episode should be out by 2022 because <laughs> it keeps doubling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I guarantee Johnny's on that. No, that's my asshole move. I didn't discuss this with him previously. <laughs> so that can be that can be the Reddit trend. That's my asshole move. Nice. Speaking on somebody's behalf. But uh, yeah, thanks for coming on, Johnny. So uh, I'll see you on the uh, Disaster Artist version of this yeah. when it comes out. So I'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Have a nice apocalypse.